find yourself lamenting your sinful weakness. Weaknesses which may appear in your emotions, your actions, or your thoughts. Is there hope? Welcome to episode 159 of the Ask Spurgeon podcast. I'm Dave Holt. Thanks again for being with me today. And I trust that by the end of it all, you will feel encouraged and ready again to serve God with all the vigor and enthusiasm that he is by grace going to give you. May I take a brief moment just to encourage you to consider a brand new audiobook edition of Charles Spurgeon's The Saint and His Savior. I know that this will prove to be an encouragement to you as you seek to serve the Lord Jesus more faithfully. You can check it out on Amazon.com or go to Audible.com or you'll even find it on iTunes. Now, for today's question, Reverend Spurgeon, is there hope? in the midst of our sinful weakness. My friend, it seems a sad thing that every day must die and be followed by a night. We have seen the hills clad with greenery to their summit and the seas bathing their base with a silver glory. We have stretched our eyes far away and have seen the widening prospect full of loveliness and beauty, and we have felt sad that the sunlight should ever set upon such a scene, and that so much beauty should be shrouded in the oblivion of darkness. But how much reason have we to bless God for nights? If it were not for nights, how much of beauty would ever be discovered? Never would I have considered the heavens the work of your fingers, O my God, if you had not first covered the sun with a thick mantle of darkness. The moon and the stars which you have ordained had never been bright in my eyes if you had not hid the light of the sun and bid him retire within the curtains of the west. Night seems to be the great friend of the stars. They would all be unseen by eyes of men were they not set in the foil of darkness. It is even so with winter. We might feel sad that all the flowers of summer must die and all the fruits of autumn must be gathered into their storehouses, that every tree must be stripped and that all the fields must lose their fair flowers. But were it not for winter, we would never see the glistening crystals of snow. We would never behold the beauteous festoons of the icicles that hang from the eaves. Much of God's marvellous miracles of hoar-frost would be hidden from us if it were not for the cold chill of winter, which, when it robs us of one beauty, gives us another. It takes away the emerald of turf. It gives us the diamond of ice. It casts from us the bright rubies of the flowers. It gives us the fair white ermine of snow. Well now, translate these two ideas and you will see why it is that even our sin, our lost and ruined estate, has been made the means in the hand of God of manifesting to us the excellences of His character. My dear friend, if you and I had been without trouble, we could never have had such a promise as this given to us. As your days, so shall your strength be. It is our weakness that has made room for God to give us such a promise as this. Our sins make room for a Savior. 
Our frailties make room for the Holy Spirit to correct them. All our wanderings make room for the Good Shepherd, that He may seek us and bring us back. We do not love nights, but we do love stars. We do not love weakness, but we do bless God for the promise that is to sustain us in our weakness. We do not admire winter, but we do admire the glittering snow. We must shudder at our own trembling weakness, but we still bless God that we are weak because it makes room for the display of His invincible strength in fulfilling such a promise as this. That answer to the question, is there hope in the midst of my sinful weakness, was provided during a Sunday morning sermon preached on the 22nd of August, 1858, titled, As Your Days, So Shall Your Strength Be. Please feel free to contact me. You can do so by emailing dave at askspurgeon.com. Until the next time, the Lord bless and keep you.